Hi there and welcome back to the Am I Doing This Right podcast. Um, it's really great to be able to chat to you guys again. I, I, I'm feeling this quarantine, guys. don't know about you, but I'm going stir crazy. So it's nice to be able to have a conversation with friends over a drink. I don't know how you guys feel about it. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah, the same, mate. The same. Uh, UK lockdown is no picnic, but we must do what we must to keep everyone safe. Yeah, I, I previously mentioned in our last podcast how... Uh... I'm having to work from home, and I'm telling you, working nine hours indoors at your dining room table, especially with the rest of your family walking about the place, creating noise when you're trying to be on the phone to other people, and it it drives me up the wall. I'm telling you, I'd much rather working be in the office. Home, Thought I'd never home, say that. Working from home sounds so attractive when you're when you're not doing it, but then as soon as you have to work from home, I miss the office. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so. That was a slight diverge, divergement, diver, diversion, no diversion, no tangent. tangent? Okay. tangent. That was slightly tangential. Wow. Anyway. Don't wow me, sir. <laughs> um, so today we thought it might be nice, as we're all confined in our homes, to talk about holidays. You know, thoughts of better times further away from our houses, um, and maybe share some some fun slash embarrassing stories about holidays which I, i'm not i'm not stuck for embarrassing holiday stories no, i'm gonna weigh in here and say i think actually the essence of this episode idea came from the sheer volume of incidents that sam seems to have had on holiday so yeah but what's what's embarrassing is most of them have come from the same holiday <laughs> it wasn't it was tainted it was and it was it was like the big i know i well i have a few in other places uh but i just i tend to find myself in quite embarrassing situations Oh man! Right, well, Sam, take it away. Let's hear some of these stories. Um, okay, so I'm just going to paint a picture of the entire holiday. Uh, we went on a family holiday to Florida. Um, I was like 13 years old, the year of the Olympics, 2012 Olympics. It was a great year, was it not? Um, and the whole holiday, I was I wasn't a particularly cool kid. Like it was, I was quite chubby. You're not very cool. I spent most of my time in the music department. Um, and so the prospect of going to America was a really, was, was amazing. Um, and it was fine. Um, it started going downhill when we arrived at JFK airport on the way out there. Um, I was just, I literally just turned 13. Uh, we turn up and you get to security um, when they go through and they kind of, they pat you down and you walk through the BP machine. And it said, if you are over the age of 13 and the sign, please take off your shoes. And I'm like, that's me. I'm old enough to be dangerous. So I took the shoes off, <laughs> put them in the tray and off it goes. And a lady walked up to me, massive, massive woman uh, called Dolores. She worked there. Sick. No, yeah, yeah, of course. Yes, yeah, she did work there. Uh, security guard dressed in like a uniform, um, had a gun, uh, very thick Southern accent, um, big kind of, massive black lady and um and she walked up to me she said why have you taken off your shoes and i was like because the sign says to she goes you don't have to and i was like but i'm 13 and these words will forever be etched on my brain she went not with those chubby cheeks you're not darling and then pinched my cheek oh Um, (laughs) 
but that's it was that. it was loud. Like she was a loud woman. So there's, I mean, I don't know if you've ever been to JFK, but that particular hall is massive. Like there's thousands of people, and I'm going to say probably half of the people in this room heard what she said. Like it was oh, loud. Man, the people are chuckling, giggling. My brother is dying with laughter. I get, I'm I've got quite red cheeks anyway. I went such a deep shade of red. It looked like I literally just led face down on the sun. Um, it was awful. Um, yeah. Oh man, that's hilarious. Yeah. Did, did what did you say back to her? Did you did you say anything, or did anyone say I, anything to her? Well, I mean, what could I say? It was I was going to just to respond to this. You could um, say, I know. I'd be like, ma'am, please don't touch my cheeks. That's what I'd be like. I, I was not a confident young chap. Um, compared to now, I was quite quiet and introverted. I'm not quite introverted now, but I was at the time. Um, <clears throat> and then, but you think, you know, it can't get much worse than that on a holiday. You, you would be incorrect. Um, oh, okay. So <laughs> this is really embarrassing. We went to downtown Disney, which is like a shopping place. And, oh yeah, um, I know it well. As any, I was like 13 when I was a kid. I'd watched High School Musical with my sister. You know. And we go into one of the Disney shops and we're playing high school. Yeah. I mean, I, I, now as a 20 year old, I realize how incredible the high school musical is. And I will often sing along to the soundtrack. I'm hey, not ashamed. Sidebar. Sidebar. <clears throat> um, yeah. Speaking of high school musical, have you seen that there's now a high school musical TV series on the new Disney yeah. plus? Yes. Also, I was quite excited that high school musical on there and I'm really excited to actually sit down and watch. Uh, I'm going to do, <laughs> I, I'm unashamedly, going to do a marathon of all three nice i think i need to show the kids high school musical i think they might enjoy it but will you watch the tv series though probably not um basically about people putting on the show of high school musical isn't it i don't know i i what well, i don't have a clue what it's about but um fun who knows i might get around to fun it. fact for you i was actually in an old stage performance of high school musical who did you play troy bolton <laughs> <laughs> yes i played troy bolton no i mean for any like i'm quite small got blonde hair not particularly sporty um basically the antithesis of troy bolton um i played ryan oh yes okay. yes i did okay um ben do you have any strong feelings about high school musical uh i, I tend to avoid it like the plague wow. um wow yeah strong so you so you do have strong feelings about it then Fair uh, I, I don't really know where it comes from. It might be related to an ex-girlfriend or something, but yeah, okay. I, Ooh, I, I, I tend to avoid it. <laughs> you have ex-girlfriend-related trauma surrounding High School Musical. Oh yeah, that's that's for another episode. <laughs> that's a whole discussion right there. Um, so anyway, back to the story. We walk into the shop, and I'm with my dad, and um, we're having this. We're just walking around the shop, looking at things, and and I'm like singing along under my breath. Uh, I think it was like get your head in the game or something, which is an absolute tune. Sing on, my And then it's it kind of switches into you know when they like segue halfway through a song, like it fades out and comes back in. It's we're all in this together, right? Um, and I'm singing along, and this like six foot blonde woman who works in the shop, dressed as a cheerleader, comes up to me and stands in front of me, and at the top of her voice start singing and doing the dance moves to we're all in this together in my face <laughs> um and then keeps kind of like trying to get me to join in now the shop is quite full there's maybe 40 people in the shop 
And then another right. member of staff walks past and gets involved and starts singing and dancing along, also dressed as a cheerleader. And my dad at this point has stepped away and is watching from about probably 10, 10 feet away. Well, I'm just, like any good dad, he's probably filming you. Yeah. Stood there on my own with these two women dressed as cheerleaders in front of me, singing and dancing at me while everyone in the shop is looking at me. Oh my goodness. Oh my. I thought I was embarrassed in the airport. I am going to my dad, dad, can we leave? And he's like, no, this is fine. I, I was mortified, completely mortified. Did, did you have a lot of conflicting 13-year-old feelings happening as well? In my head, I was full-on singing along. Um, oh, yeah. On that <laughs> but I'm just saying also, you're 13, <laughs> suddenly girls maybe are not yucky anymore, and you're kind of like, hello, and then you've got these, I imagine, probably attractive, because they're meant to be cheerleader types, and you're just probably going bright red thinking... <laughs> What on earth? At that point, I was so embarrassed that I, I, that wasn't even a thought process, I don't think. It was, it, oh, it man. was, it was horrific. That's, the thing, that's, that's, that's one of the biggest things about going to America is the, the, uh, in terms of the culture shock. Because you think of America being so similar, but it's the outgoingness that just makes us all British people recoil it's, inside. Yeah. I think that's why like, you can be in these situations where like, Americans love, you know, if you're an American, listen to this, this is not a bad thing. We're not knocking you for it. But, um, it's the hey how are you today kind of and it's like you know they love audience participation they're all so outgoing and we're all so like please leave me in a dark corner yeah Thank I, you mean, very much. I mean it's kind of jack whitehall talks about it and the thing that he does it's like the apple store syndrome when you walk in and they like clap you into the store and you're like go away i just want to just want to play angry bird on the phone um <laughs> <laughs> i hadn't heard that one that's good um oh cool so it was a it was a traumatic holiday oh no i've got i've got one more story if you'll let me tell it Oh, my God. Why, we'll save yours. Okay. I, I wanna, let's come back. This is you. the most interesting right. one coming up. Because I've remembered a good one because um, you mentioned Florida. And this is probably this is probably my most embarrassing story. We'll just dive straight in. Because like I said, no one can match Sam for sheer volume of tales on this <laughs> one. But I've got, I've got one. Um, so we were, I was also traveling to Florida. A bit younger, though. So I would, probably would have been um, like nine, nine-ish. And I used to get terrible travel sickness um, or air sickness. Yeah, I get that. And the flight to Florida is round about like eight hours, roughly, um, a bit of fluctuation. But there's these great tablets called Sturgeron that you could take before you flew. And great news, they lasted eight hours. Fantastic. Perfect. So every time we travel long distance, I would make sure I took these tablets at the appropriate time so that they would work the eight hours of the flight. Fantastic. Fine. Great. So anyway, so we go... Um, Slight delayed takeoff, not a problem because I took the tablets accordingly. And off we go, fly on the little, not little, massive Virgin Atlantic plane. You know, eight hours of movies and, and food. And lo and behold, you can see Florida below us. And we're like, okay, great. It's kind of time to come into land. Um, but then, like, we start banking. I'm like, what's going on? And the pilot's like, oh, um, because we had a slightly delayed departure, we've missed our landing slot. And it's a very busy airport. So, um, they're going to have to work us in shortly, but we are going to have to circle for a little bit first while they do this. And I'm like, okay, I don't think much of it because my nine-year-old brain is not thinking about this. But of course, what had happened is we ended up circling for about 45 minutes, um, pushing me outside the safety zone of the eight hours of, of cover of air sickness from the tablets. And I, I'm not thinking too much about this, but then I'm like, hmm, starting to feel a bit unwell. 
I'm like, oh, I don't know. This is a bit weird, but what can I do? I'm sat in the plane. All of a sudden, it hits me. I feel vom fly up my throat. Oh, no. My, the, my instinct is I turn to the right, because I'm at the window seat. I turn to the right where my mum is sat, and I vomed all over my mum. Absolutely covered her. Not a drop on myself. Literally not a drop. I just covered my mum in vomit. Um, all with about 10 minutes to go on this plane actually landing. Um, and like the steward came over and he was almost like, he didn't have a clue what to do. In the end, they brought her an entire tray of those hot towels in, in hopes that she'd like be able to mop herself up with that. Um, and needless to say, uh, we made sure that we always had spare Sturger on on board the flight uh, every time Just after that. Um, I, yeah, I did feel pretty bad, but, um, but you know, she got off the plane. She got cleaned up. It was fine. It was fine. I mean, I was fine. After I vomed, I felt much better. <laughs> I'm sure I you felt did. Great. I, you... I was ready for two weeks at Disney. Has your mother approached this nice. subject with you since? Has she ever, at the time, she'd been like, oh, I'm Ben, I'm so sorry, you know, the, the supportive mum. Was there ever a point after She's... the age of 15 where she went, you complete, I just, I hated you in that moment. No, she's actually pretty cool about it. We, we've actually joked about it since. So, uh, so it's all good. But that's my, that's my uh, most embarrassing holiday story, I'd say. Or most disgusting, that's for sure. Cool. How about you, Ben? You said you had a car-related one what? earlier. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't really have many, uh, many holidays with uh, with uh, traumatic experiences, if you would. Um, <laughs> mainly because I probably blocked them out of my mind uh, at this point. But there was uh, one time when I I was almost heartbroken on a holiday. So what what had happened? Uh, myself and my then fiance's family went down uh, to Devon for for a weekend away it was uh, two three maybe four days i can't quite remember um but we stayed in a campsite and one day we decided you know what let's go visit sidmouth for a day and if anybody's been sidmouth before you know it's a lovely seaside town you've got uh parking just down on the seafront um so i ended up driving down there parked up uh in a seafront car park it was one of these ones where uh, where the car park's actually attended by a person, and thank God that it was. Um, so we left the car there, paid the fee, whatever. Came back just under two hours later, and I kid you not, my car had a massive scrape that took out the passenger side, rear, front doors, uh, the wing, the wheel, the front bumper... You name it, along that side, it had all been scuffed and dented and cracked and and uh, so on and so forth. And as as you can imagine, if for me, it was a relatively new car. At this point, it was, what, 18 months old in my ownership? Oh. And I'd, I'd bought it from new. And coming back to oh. my car being almost totaled, um, I think in the end, it came to about three and a half grand's worth of damage. Now, Ben, you'll probably know this uh, working in insurance, but that's relatively close to the write-off point. Um and yeah, coming back to that was just heartbreaking. Wait, you're you're um, Sidmouth car park guy. I should probably apologise for that. I do feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, what what had happened was uh, I didn't realise at the time, but when when I parked up, I'd parked right next to this four by four. Didn't think a thing of it. 
Um, but when I came back, what had happened was this, the guy who owned the 4x4 was struggling to get out of his space because the person opposite had parked so close. And these, these were relatively small spaces to begin with. Um, anyway, while he was trying to shuffle out, he lost control and rear-ended the car in front of him. At that point, he then panicked, went full lock and reversed straight out. That's the point when he, he totaled my car. Oh, he, he kept going and then rear-ended the car in the road behind oh, us. Oh my gosh! And then tried fleeing the car park without saying a word. Fortunately, the car park attendant was there, was able to stop him long enough to catch his number plate. And uh, yeah, he was off like a shot. I had to go through the police and everything. And there I was having to drive a car where both doors were dented, the windows wouldn't wind down, the steering had gone a bit squiff where he'd hit the wheel. And uh, parts of the trim were shoved in the boot of my car, so I didn't lose it. But yeah, that's so annoying. Like that's like <laughs> that. That's like our, our stuff is embarrassing. That's like an infuriating holiday story. <laughs> yeah, especially when your car is relatively new as well. If it was my old Peugeot three hundred six, I probably wouldn't have cared. But being a new car that you've just invested twenty three grand into is like. Wow. Oh, is that your car? You moment painful. Yeah. That's the car I have now, and yeah, I I kid you not, I I could probably show you guys when I next see you in person, um, because some of the damage is still there. Um, they never did replace one of the badges. Actually, one one of the badges that indicate what model the car was is actually still missing on that side. But oh, yeah, man. yeah, it, it was a horrible thing to come back to. <laughs> that is a rough. That is a rough holiday. That's definitely the most expensive one so far. Okay. So Sam, you said you've got a super embarrassing. You, you what you believe to be your most yeah. I just story. think because of the almost the intimate nature of the situation. Oh, no, no, not like intimate. that. Not like that okay, is... at all. Um, basically, um, I was in a restaurant called, and you might know actually having been to Florida a couple of times, called the Rainforest Cafe. Oh, I love the Rainforest. Yeah, I know. Um, and they have a dessert called. Um, uh it's called volcano it's called the volcano and the volcano is basically like a stack of brownies with ice cream and, and it has a, a sparkler yeah. in the top like a big one whenever, whenever oh, nice. they bring out into the restaurant they bring the lights down and they shout volcano and there's everyone claps and it's very exciting so i yeah. at the a, a mischievous age of 13 but anyway this is the same day that the high school musical incident happened so I'm, okay. I'm trying to do something to build up my self-esteem um and so i i i can barely tell you the story i'm I'm that embarrassed um so the the, i've seen a couple of them come out and i think i've i've nailed noticing when it's going to arrive lights go down a couple of members of staff congregate around the door door opens out comes the dessert so i'm like mum next on the table i'm like mum next time that comes out i'm going to join in with the volcano thing people look over they'll be like oh it's cute that's a you know tourist there getting involved immediately they're going to clap yeah he's in the holiday spirit they're thinking this kid's in the holiday spirit anyway lights dim a little bit or i think they did staff congregated around the door door begins to open i'm like preparing myself i'm like i'm ready for this um 
and I leap to my feet and at the top of my voice go volcano and the dessert doesn't come out of the kitchen. What was happening? They, what was happening? They were just staff stood there. So you just looked like a mad <laughs> child jumping onto his seat and screaming volcano in the middle yes. of a restaurant. Yes, exactly that. Classy. There's many things I said about you, Sam. One thing is you're always a classy chap when you're on holiday, quite I, clearly. I, I, it was simultaneously the worst and best holiday I've ever been on. Like, it was good. <laughs> but at the same time, there were so many deeply embarrassing moments that I was, oh, I was, I can't, it, yeah. I actually have a very similar one to that, which I'll throw in here. Um, so it was, it was a ski holiday. Um, oh, actually, I've just remembered the ski stuff and there's a whole host of things coming back to me. We could be here a while now. Um, so one in particular, similar to yours, is it was um, Oak Hall is a Christian travel company. Yes. Yeah. People might I know really well. And um, my... I actually don't know it well. I just know it exists. It made it sound like I'd been. No, I've never been. As long as you know it exists. I've not made it up. But they do a bunch of Christian holidays, which just like normal holidays, but with slightly more boring people. Um, (laughs) But um, (laughs) so um, my youth group had booked on uh, to go like on... They were half this entire holiday was our youth group. So we went out to Saspe in uh, Italy, not Italy, in Switzerland. Anyway, in the evening, some of like the kind of like rep type people would, they would put on certain activities. One night there was this big quiz thing and they gave it as the, it was the so-and-so quiz. I forget what it was called, but anyway, we loved it. And everyone was like cheering for it and stuff. It was like, great. That was great. Good evening was had by all. A few nights later, they announced, oh, it was so successful. Um, and bearing in mind, I need to explain that she, it's like a dining hall like so everyone eats together in kind of like banquet style tables because it was like they, they rented out an entire chalet and this was the the food hall for the entire chalet um and so uh everyone everyone's in there having dinner there's probably like 60 people including our youth group and just people on the same trip but nothing to do with us at all and they go just oh and because it was so popular last time um we're gonna do the the so-and-so quiz again and i assumed there would be more sort of you know uh excitement behind this announcement other than just myself so i just went yeah really loud gave it like a like a fist pump as well and like everyone just looked at me including the reps who sort of slightly paused their speech they were doing about upcoming activities looked at me no one acknowledged it and then just looked back over and carried on talking and i just slowly (laughs) recoiled into my seat that's that it bad. Was, it was pretty. It was pretty awkward. It was pretty awkward, and that that ski holiday in general was um, full of uh, incidents. Just you know, skiing in general. I mean, I was trying to learn to ski, and I essentially just slid an entire way down a run on my butt, <laughs> trying to get one of my trying to get a ski, and I was jamming it into um, the snow to try and stop it. Uh, but here's one, and. Um, that we're, we're running short on time, so I don't know if this, will, if this might have to be our last story, I don't know. Um, but here, here's one, and I actually won an award on the holiday for the Wipeout Awards for this one. So if you've been uh, skiing in Europe, you'll know that like the buses, which are a very, very good system, um, have big ski racks on the back of them. Um, so you obviously can put your skis on the back and you get on the bus. Um, snowboards, however, don't fit, and so they have to go, because um, these buses are more like coaches, they have like the luggage bits underneath the seat you know where they have those side doors that lift up you know what i mean yeah 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 yeah. and so snowballs go in there i'm with uh 
two other friends, but I'm the only skier of the three of us at this moment. And so I trundled off to the back of the bus and I put my skis on. Rental skis, not mine, obviously, you know, and if I lose them, I have to pay for them. Um, my other two friends are snowboarders and they're waiting for the driver to flip open the doors. My skis on the rack. I walk back round to the front where I see that they still not put their boards on and the bus driver just gets on the bus and just drives off. And I'm like, what? What on earth? And I'm panicking. So the bus is starting to pull out from like the bus stop and I start chasing it thinking those are my rental skis. I've not got enough money to buy these flipping skis off the rental company because I've lost them. So I start chasing it. So I jump up onto the rack as it's driving along um, and I'm trying to get the skis out the rack. And um, I felt like I was doing 40 miles an hour. It's probably five miles an hour, but I'm on the back of a bus as it's moving. It was already pretty intense. And the actual ski rack is like a grid shape. So I'm trying to yank the skis out and uh, the bindings are getting caught on the grid pattern. So they're not coming out and the bus is slowly accelerating down the road. And I'm still hanging on to the back of the ski rack of a bus. Um, and in the end, I'm like, I've got to bail out here. I'm not James Bond. So I give up on the skis and I drop off and I do like roll into the road. Because by this point, he's probably in about 10 miles an hour. Um, and the car behind stops. Obviously, kindly doesn't run me over. How nice of him. And everyone is looking at me. Um, and I'm like, what's going on? And then the guy in the car behind sort of pulls next to me and just says, oh, he's just going to turn around. The bus stops over there. And I was like, what? And it turns out that we were on the wrong side of the road and he was just going down to the roundabout to turn around and pick everybody up who was waiting on the other side of the road <laughs> who were all laughing at me. So that, that, was my, that was my James Bond skiing catastrophe. Um, yeah, that was pretty embarrassing. Sounds good. <laughs> well, that's exciting. Um, I don't know if we want to draw it to a close there. Um, I've had fun reliving deep um, childhood trauma. <laughs> um, you know, but uh, yeah, I've had fun. Thanks, guys. It's been good. Yeah, no, it's been good. It's been good. Yeah. Uh, so what we have to remember for the future when we go on holiday is no ski holidays. Yep. No holidays that involve Disney yep. for Sam, especially. Yep. And I'm not driving whatsoever. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I would say skiing is fine. Just check the bus timetable first. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh... Right then. Well, thanks for listening. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> one... Have you got a Mackie's moment for us? Oh, now? have I got a Mackie's moment? Uh... Hang on. Can I ask a question about McDonald's? Yes. Is there really pig fat in the milkshakes? No. Uh, There's our Mackie's moment from today. The milkshakes are real milk. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for joining us, guys. It was good to hear from you. Please send in any thoughts, requests you have. We'd be happy to hear from you. I think we're as yet to have anyone comment. So please do. Um, and we look forward to talking to you next time. Bye. Bye.